Hello, good afternoon. It is Monday the 11th of December. Two weeks to Christmas Day, Jack. Got your shopping done? No. No. I started. Bits, yeah. I haven't been well, have I? And yeah. I, I feel like I'm bearming that little mo- that little thing where there's a bit of panic setting in going, I need to get me act together quickly because I don't do well with being... I get overwhelmed. Yeah. That's how I feel because I don't feel 100%. I feel a bit, you know. But I'll get it sorted. What about you? I've not bought a single thing. No, there you go. Two weeks to go. Well, in fact, it'd be, we'd be worried if we're giving ourselves two weeks because we'll be on Christmas Day. So... 13 days. Yeah, you, Are you confident? Like, you can deliver. Oh, like yeah, Santa. Like, I, yeah. I'll get the bulk of it done in one day. Yeah. You know what I mean? Online then, shopping for me, mate. Yeah, I'll do a bit of yeah. online shopping yeah. tonight, I reckon, or tomorrow. Yeah. And then that's taken care of. And then just little trip into town one yeah. day. Get it boxed. I think I know what I'm getting for mate, everyone pretty much. That's the one. So, like, that's the one. Comfortable. Like that's everyone. the one. It's mystery gifts are the problem, aren't they? Having to think of surprises. Yeah. That's the problem. That's the issue. Yeah, see, the... The only person I don't really know what to buy anything for is my brother. Mm. Like, my dad doesn't know what to get and my mum. Yeah, so yeah, you sure. So uh, yeah, else. Like, yeah. It, it is just my brother. Mm. But, like, it's one of them. He'll say, just get him some aftershave or something, mate. That was needs the art, the art. Off yeah. you go. Happy Christmas. Comfortable. Happy Christmas. I haven't won three games in a week. There you go, son. Um, yeah, it's all good. It is all good. Three wins in eight days for the Blue Men. No goals conceded. Almost got all our points back in a week, which was uh, incredible. I personally can't remember just off the top. I mean, I probably can start thinking, but I'm not going to. I'm just going to use it for this purpose to try a bit of effect. I can't remember when we've had two big home games back-to-back in the space of a few days and won both of them. Certainly not without conceding a goal. Certainly not beating two of the richest clubs in world football, 5-0 on aggregate. Um, but what are we... Uh, honestly, Baz, I think honestly it'd be appropriate if you got your coat on and then you maybe got, got moving. moving. Because this last week we haven't known the meaning of losing. That is correct. We haven't even known the meaning of conceding. That is correct. I've been boss. It's been boss and I don't know what to do because Everton haven't been boss for, well, my entire life. You've got to go back to the start of Carlo's one and only full season when we bossed the first seven games. I know. Four, four Premier League wins and obviously three in the cup, um, but the way we've done it, and obviously that was a that was COVID, so it wasn't the same and all of that stuff. And we had Carlo Ancelotti, so there was a bit of expectancy there that yeah. we'll do well. Yeah. This has come on the back of a ten points deduction and playing, mm. you know, decent teams. Obviously Chelsea an underperforming team, but you know one of their midfielders was worth more than our entire starting lineup. Mm. You know, and that's cheating. Overspending Everton, by the way. Mm. Well, because if we'd have bought Moises Casido, we'd have we'd have blitzed financial fair play, but we PSR just in one one transfer, only allowed to lose hundred and five. We'd have lost hundred and fifteen. Yeah. And the other kid who went off, Enzo, he would have blitzed that. That would have been our PSR. We couldn't have done anything else just by him. No. So there you go. That shows you the the task. Um, I mean, Ped, just quickly bring you in to this, just briefly, and then you can go back to whatever you were doing. Um, Exactly, exactly, yeah, looks like it. Um, brilliant week, isn't it? To a lot of people, we when we were speaking a few weeks ago, were very fearful of the games we had coming up, and we've sat here. What, each other? 
No, no, and I'll tell you why. Because we've sat here before, and that Carlo season, yeah. I remember us doing the show, and people were telling us we were getting two points, and we went the whole of these. We ended up second at the end of December. We won about four or five games. And sometimes this happens with Everton, doesn't it? Is yeah. that you look at games and you go, oh, we can beat them, them, and them, and yeah. we get one win or something. That's just football to a T, though. Isn't but it? it's Everton. I think it's Everton more so. But this has been an incredible week, hasn't it? Following that United game, and everyone was flat, hasn't it? Yeah, yeah, it's a, it's it's been a decent week, hasn't it? It's been a decent week. Just... I was expecting more energy. I'll no, be honest. No, I'm just basking, basking in the in the in the in the you know in in the relaxation of it all. <laughs> in the everyone's just a bit more relaxed now, aren't they? Mm. It's a good time. It's a good time. It's it's been a good week. Just um, it just looks like we've got a decent team now. Mm. It? Just looks like we've got a decent team and mm. a decent manager. Manager's done well. Decent manager done well. And everyone can just. I've seen a lot of people getting a little bit worried. People sending me WhatsApp messages on Saturday afternoon a little bit. A little bit worried about the scores. Mm. Name with no names. Um... Oh, well, no, it's because of that <laughs> kicking the balls. No, I was when Burnley were winning and uh, Thingy, Chef United were winning. You just look and go, oh, for fuck's sake. It is a little bit like, you're trying to keep that feel good going, good. aren't you? That's all it was. I was a bit, I'll be honest, I was a bit worried yesterday at half time and Luton were winning. I was like, oh, fuck. I was a little bit worried with. Three minutes to go. It was one nil. Um, no, it was. It, it's good. It's good. Teams mm. doing. Teams doing really well. It's just. Just keep it going, isn't it? Mm. I mean, no Brantwick next week, but you know, I mean, I haven't even started thinking about next week. Yeah, <laughs> shake that off. Mm. No, see, everything's going. Everything's going well. Going the right direction. It's just again. I'm like. I'm like. Uh, the manager in the press conference when he was at, said about, oh, you've got twenty three points. Mm. Why? I mean, the manager they keep saying on one of them, we've got fourteen points. I was like, show me, I haven't got thirteen, mate. Thirteen. We should have twenty-three, but we think we're getting a point. Yeah. The point we should have had point back. Yeah, that's what he's saying. Yeah, that VAR at Anfield. No, it was a point. Um, yeah. No, it's it is it is really annoying when you think about. Mm. Do people I think they'd be five off Europe? When you look up at the current like makeup of the league table, yeah. like, well, like two points off Europe, two off Europe, five off fifth. Europe is, it? Goes to, is going to go to eighth this mm. year. Yeah, as long will, as if the Carlin Cup obviously gets won by someone in the top six or seven, it's going to go to eighth. My way in it, so. So put Carlin, that in your pipe and smoke. By the way, I like that. I like it. I like the old reference. Yeah. It's tremendous. No, that, that's not acknowledging, not acknowledging a jag drink, mate. It's like no. the Ensley, mate. Yeah, yeah no. relegated to the ends. Like, the ends. Yeah. <laughs> it's like it's like the Echo Arena, then. Like, of course it is. We're in the Milk Cup, mate. If we can yeah. win the Milk Cup, we're buzzing. The Arena, it's you know. No, it's been good. There, it's the Echo Arena. Yeah. It's the Carlin Cup. But no, I like that. But yeah, it's uh, the players have shown the mentality the la- mm. this last week, really, mm. because you know me, myself, especially, and I assume probably a lot of others after that Man United loss, mm. are like, is this expect um wait i'm looking for expecting that we've got to overcome this 10 point deduction is mm. this going to be too much for them because mm. that's a massive task to take on and it's not one that these players will have experience in because this really happens you know it's hard to prepare for that and mm. you know, i was certainly worried about will they be able to deal with that sort of pressure they've smashed it out the park and i think that's what the manager was maybe trying to stress as well you know he made his, uh, his comment about dobbin not dancing and, <laughs> yeah. um, it, and, and you know, slightly confusing comment, but I do understand what he's getting at to mm. an extent. I think he's saying no. It's um, there's a lot of a lot of passion in this team and that release of oh yeah, you've scored your first Everton goal in a really big game, and you know you've not been able to do a, a pre-planned dance, but you've just got this massive release 
release of emotion when you see it after the final whistle as well with that Jackson trying to get riled, you know, all the players getting involved and it is a good bunch. Mm. It looks, you know, they've all got each other's backs and they all will work very hard seeing, you know, Onana chest bump and Decore, he stopped it going out for a corner. Mm. Just, you know, willing to fight for this. Made the huge difference, by the way, when he came on yesterday, Onana. And he made the sub early as well, Tyson made mm. it at half time. Mm. I was thinking it, I'd take Gay off here. Mm. I don't think he's having his best game. Well, he got the book. He got booked. He couldn't tackle. He was doing all right. But he, uh, what I will say is James Garner was anonymous in the first half and outstanding in the second half. That's a very good second half. The was carrying the whole midfield in the first half, but he got the booking. And once he got the booking, it was he couldn't. He all he, all he could do was go and press, couldn't he? Yeah, and, and he didn't look like he was playing with that much composure as mm-hmm. well. You think that maybe there's a second yellow year coming. But to be honest, I wasn't expecting Dice to make the sub that early. And that's something some of us has been moaned at times, you know, mm-hmm. not making the subs. He's done it after. Done it early He's with Dom as well. He took Dom off quite early, really, didn't he? Do you think he takes Dom off with medical like medical and Ita is injured. No, but actual or... medical knowledge, like is he with like is he just in case like is he wear, possibly is he wearing a vest or something and they know we are wearing vests. Uh, how yeah, far? Because I, I thought that sub was too early. I didn't think. I didn't. I didn't think. I thought. I didn't think better was particularly good when he came on. I, I didn't, didn't think Dom I just was particularly think, good. Oh, that was the no, problem. You know, I think. I think. I think if you look at the. If you think if you look at how Dom, they played Dom really well because a lot of mm. it was in the air, but every time. Battle the ball just kept on coming back. No, all, no, no, no. And I just thought Dom was. I thought the first half, I thought the front three were dreadful. The core and Calvert Lewin thought they were terrible in the first half. Yeah. They just couldn't get. Got to give Chelsea credit to be fair. They cut us down, didn't they? We only had nine, nine shots and we've been having like 20 odds. So you've got to give them credit because they did defend well. I just thought. we just, To be honest, the first half was flat. Both teams were. The crowd were quiet yeah. and the game was flat. It was a typical like two o'clock Sunday afternoon game, and my worry was, is we've had a great result on Thursday and we're needing to, you know, this is a good opportunity here because they're very good till the final third, aren't they? The final third, they just look. Up. I'm gonna stay here. Yeah, they haven't got a... Although Bro, I thought Bro, you done all right in the first half. He disappeared massively. Dealt with them. He did well, deal with them. I think for us, though, like if you look back at the big moments in the game, the, the Dwight McNeil shot came from Dom, Dom doing really well, mm. keeping the ball alive and then getting it back in. No, he did well. The he goal, obviously, the first brilliant. goal comes from Dom's run and obviously mm. the shot. Um, that pass isn't yeah, uh, pass You know, it's a great pass, great run, and it makes the goal. I just thought when Beto came on, I just thought we we lost the out ball because he wants it in the channels, yeah, and, yeah. and we lost that. And because it was so early in the game, it just allowed them to settle into a routine. And we did keep all... Like, giving the ball back Jack to Harrison. Yeah, all... Yeah. For Jack about ha- 10 minutes, he was trying to give them well, a goal. Well, I mentioned, sure. this, <laughs> yeah, I mentioned this. Like, Jack, Jack Harrison wants to, like, take people on yeah, and stuff. Yeah. Whereas sometimes, I think he just needs to know where I went to take the foul. Mm. But you know what? Almost just booted into the crowd but times as the well. The thing was, though, there was twice just before he went off, where Beto spun in the channel and he, he turned away from the first man brilliantly. And I'm thinking, just clip it into that corner and Beto's yeah. after it. But you look at it. And he held on and then he gave it away and they broke and um, done it again. If you look at Beto's heat map, it's all in the channel. All yeah, of it. He wants it around the corner, he doesn't he? He wants it around the corner all the time because mm-hmm. we just never played that yeah. ball. 
It's not his fault. It's not playing with Beto. I'm just saying that's where it maybe sometimes on, the it? crossover. If you have, and I was just thinking maybe that must be on a, me- a medical thing. Well, the probably you're saying a lot. There's yeah, a lot of games. I'm, saying, I'm just wondering whether they use the in- in-game data to make yeah. that yeah. decision mm. rather than go look at him and look just at him go. And go. Oh, he's looking because I, I I thought again he looked fine when he took him off. I just thought I was like, I wonder why they do. I'm just wonder if that's what that's yeah. what they use in game. The other thing would be as well, um, obviously didn't know Beto was going to come on and not be able to get no, into no, the game, no. and Dom hadn't been great, so maybe it was the gamble that Beto will come on and... Mm-hmm. I was just wondering if we did. would play that, Pat- and Patterson did try and play one too, and yeah. it just over it, he was think, in again, yeah. it just... I think Harrison's decision-making isn't quick enough sometimes, though, to play that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. But that's it, I mean, it was sound having Beto, so it's good yeah, being able to do that, great being on. able to have Onana coming on at that, great being able to have Patterson Patterson should be starting for me, but um, and also obviously it was great that Dobbin come on and affected the game, you know, made up for him and said to Andy next to me like, you know, about time, no, these subs come on and just win the game for it, like win the game, you no, know, like better put it to bed the other night, but that you don't expect, and then obviously he did as well. Shades of uh, James Vaughan, wasn't it? Mm, it was great. It was just great, wasn't it? But. Yeah. So um, um, got a comment off uh, Bellingham as well. Oh, yeah, yeah. Give him the L. So that's basically Bellingham's in Evertonian, yeah. so that's fine. That's good. It's good to know. It's all, all things are good in the Blue House. Yeah, I don't know if you'd get in the team over to Corey. Like, well, yeah, but he, he'd just be patient. He's, he's a young player. He can yeah. just be patient. He's good, you know, last 20 when James Garner's tired maybe, or when Decore's tired and just play him off. Yeah, or when Decore gets the strike, suspension yeah. eventually. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So yeah. We've got an all right option then. Yeah, decent, decent, yeah. Um, I mean, we have made, you know, since Jordan Pickford now has got the most clean sheets in the Premier League joint. I think five, I think, is the record in the Premier League at the moment. Uh, and he's obviously he's, a, he's got himself into that conversation this week. Um with the three clean sheets. But if you're, like, the defence, you know, it started off with Mudrick, Skin and Ashley Young, and I was thinking... Yeah, yeah oh, that wasn't even on. By the way, like, that's yeah. Young's all day, but he just doesn't mm. have the legs. And he? I was just thinking, could, we could be uncomfortable down this side here, you know, because he got in again, didn't he, and had, he cut it back for that shot. That's one Mudrick's got, it's speed. It's the it? pace, isn't it? But, you know, I suppose it... Young put a tackle and got injured, didn't he? And then Patterson come on. Were you impressed with Patterson? Because I thought coming on against him with his pace, but I think it was a good game for him because he was able to get fit, like really tight to Mudrick. And yeah. I thought he defended really well when he came on. I thought it did well. He had the odd little moments where mm. things looked a little bit shaky, but he looked mature in his mm. performance. And mm. that's what we've been wanting to see from Patterson, isn't it? To show he can come into this team because that's what Ashley Young's getting in this team on, you know, the idea of maturity. I yeah. don't think he's necessarily shown it mm-hmm. on many occasions, but you know, that, that's the idea, isn't it? Mm. This old, uh, this reliable player. Yeah, and yeah. Patterson come on, he didn't look phased. No. And I think that's what you need, especially as a young player coming into a Sean Dice team. I think that's obviously his performance is the main factor, but yeah. Bramfway coming into this team and being undroppable to mm. maturity, he's not phased by any pressure, he just deals with everything confidently. Yeah, and yeah. I think Patterson for the vast majority of the game was like that as well. And I want that right back spot, Spears, to be honest. And mm. you know, maybe Seamus gets a game when he comes in as well, because he's just brilliant to have on the pitch. But yeah. you know, Patterson can be our right back for the next 10 years if he really knuckles down and he develops. And... Or someone tries to sell him if he starts doing well. Yeah, but, but that's fine. That's football. It gives us a different profile mm. of right back as well. Mm. But, you know, we see the benefits of it, especially like we 
say, with Harrison maybe not being able to play that pass all the time. We've seen mm. Patterson do it against Newcastle as well, mm. and he attempted it again yeah. yesterday. He put a couple in the first half as well into the channel. Not bad, but he got a throwing off Dom when and got one as a throwing off one of them, and it just takes you up the pitch. And I, I just think he's, I, I just think he's the legs and the energy of what this team needs. Seamus showed it in, and this isn't just about Ashley Young, who's actually done all right of late. He's yeah. been quite solid of late. Yeah, but I just think, I just think, like Seamus against Newcastle showed you the old shades of him, like getting beyond the wide player, which means there's a bit more space. And then Patterson joins in and does the same. I think his final ball's got to be a little bit better. We know that. But he gets himself into good areas. And I think he's proven... It's been proven with Jarrah Blantwaite and it's been proven with James Garner that if you leave them in, these kids have got the right attitude. And I think Patterson's in with that. Look at, look at the most improved player. On Michalenko, he was sensational yesterday. He really was. Well, he's saying he's got. He's had an injury for eighteen months now, hasn't he? He said he's had an injury for eighteen months. He's had a hit. He's had a hip injury since. He got here basically. Dunk's first game. Said he's had a hip injury. Oh, no, hasn't the Villa game. Shake off till he got injured and was out. Was out. He said he's been playing with a hip injury, and that's why. That's Maybe that's why he, he looks quick. To put the, 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 it's on the Everton website, I think. Uh. Said he hasn't been able to train properly and he hasn't been able to maybe that's been affecting him bulking up and stuff. So he said it but he said it was so painful that it was like it was reducing to his knees. Shows you, doesn't it, that we you know, we watched them and you you just you know you've got, you got yeah. one left back. You know, you're looking and going, Oh my god, is he gonna be good? You know, I've I've, I've been said it the whole way along. I think he's a really good defender. I just I didn't he just wasn't what we needed going we needed an attack on fullback. He, since he's had the injury, and obviously they work with him, and he's got himself fit. He's inc- he's been incredible of late. And listen, I'm not gonna go way over the top on him. He's just been very good. And what I've noticed is since he got back in the team, and certainly in kind of like the last four or five weeks, he's always now seems, and maybe it's because he's confident he can sprint back. He always now seems to be around the opposition's penalty area for the. Even for the for the Dobbins goal, he's on the edge of Chelsea's box for the corner. Oh yeah, you see him looking at it and ready yeah. to go. For oh, and it, there was but... a one earlier on when he should have done what Dobbins did. He swung at it with his right foot and he went in the back row of the oh, park yeah. and nearly hit the, the TV box in the corner. But we thought, ain't he? Yeah, no, yeah, no, I've no problem with him, isn't he? That's exactly what you want him to do. He had a couple of, he had one at Palace, which which resulted in us actually him actually scoring. He had the shot with the right foot, and then it ricocheted, didn't it? Got played wide. He's been in, in great form, hasn't he, Jack? Yeah, he has, and he's, you know, set the standard for players who maybe are, you know, on the fringe of the team. I know that was never the situation for him because he was the only left-back, but he was certainly a player that a lot of fans were looking at and going, maybe he's not good enough. Mm. And, you know, he, he's just shown a turnaround and ability a player can have. And, you know, you're right in saying there are always little things that we might not know about, and that adds context. And if you know Do you think that, the club should sometimes... Give us that little bit of information, yeah. Or do you think it leads to too many questions because the manager might, the player might be saying things like, "I'm all right to play with it," but they know he's not at a hundred percent. And if that information's out there, then we start going, "Why are you playing him?" Then if he's in, you know what I mean? Does and, it bring you know, more questions? Might want to target him because they know yeah. he's carrying a yeah, yeah. I think as long as. You have a manager who doesn't pick teams based on what the fans say and, you know, the culture within the club is, look, we know 
so it's all right. Don't pay attention to anything else because they don't know oh, about it. Know. Like Maybe. we know what's going on, so that's all that matters. Mm. Which I think we do have. Yeah, they spotted really. I don't think it really makes a difference. Obviously, you know, it makes you feel a little bit bad when you hear that, and you're like, hard, oh, like you should have done better, and you know, maybe you still could have done better with the injury. I don't personally know the extent of it, but yeah, I, I've got no real problem with them not telling us because I wouldn't want that to come out, and then every right winger in the country is like, can't even knock it. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, we just got it. But it's listen, it's going well at the moment. Things. Things can change quickly, can't they? And they could change back the other way. We could it's a wall. We just gotta take one game at a time. Cliche and all that. But you've got to just take one game at a time, haven't you? And Absolutely. see where they end up. I think the manager's done a great job in keeping that level, that kind of like middle ground, so to speak. I think they've all done an exceptional job since the ten points in in being able to galvanise them. The, the win of Forest was huge. It was absolutely huge because obviously the United game was a hammer blow. There was a lot of hype and a lot of pressure around the Manchester United game. And I'll be honest, I, I don't know whether you agree, but I'm putting that United defeat as bad as losing to Luton at home because they are crap. The better right than now, they are crap. The better than Luton. Bournemouth should have beaten 4-0 at the weekend. We are unlucky not to get a fourth at Old Trafford. They are grim. And they were grim on the day and we just wasted chances. They were very poor, you're right, but there's not a Luton player who'd score. No, but I'm saying goal. as a result at home. See, we're, we're trying to build some momentum at home. I don't think we should be losing 3-0 at home to Man U. Not, not this United side. It's so poor. No, but I'd also look at the circumstances in that game as well and it was always going to be hard for them with... Um, that atmosphere the way it was and you know the biggest story of that they the world he killed the it, game, and then the, the world he killed well. it and like i get what they're not a good team mm. at all we'll get into that on m tag i'm sure <laughs> but, um, I, I, we did say that one sure we said on m tag um, could go either way the it? yeah one, yeah you did yeah yeah but we'll get into that but mm. they're not a good team but they are capable of Got brilliant individuals, so haven't they? It's yeah. one of them for me. It's not in the same world as Luton. Oh, no, I'm, I'm disappointed. My standards are much higher than yours, Jack. That's fair play. Um, the other thing as well, I think, when you're looking at you've you've looked at this, is obviously we knew the suspensions were going to kick in. Obviously, Brantwaite's missing at the weekend. I've just seen one of the comments just saying, who would you go for, Keane or Godfrey? So, who would you go for? I'd go for Keane. Would you? To be honest, I, I know that might not be the most popular choice, but I just... Don't trust Godfrey mm. at all. But I think, you trust Michael Keane? No. Okay. But, you know, Michael Keane is a player who a better passer. makes mistakes. I think Godfrey is just a poor centre-back at all. With Michael Keane, there's, a, there's the possibility that he might not make a mistake and therefore could have an alright game. Mm. Whereas Godfrey, I just look at his position and I look at his head and I, I, I don't see how he has a good game at centre-back mm. in this team, the way things have gone for him the last couple of years. Mm. It's bad, isn't it, Pat, that we... We have got two centre backs, and you should be looking and going, Yeah, he can, he can easily come in, but you are a little bit concerned about the ball. I think Michael Keane, when he's playing his best version of himself, is a decent well, centre back, and he's, he's and he's, he is better at the moment, or he's shown he's better than Ben Goffrey. I'm being kind, he's shown he's better than Ben Goffrey because Ben Goffrey for me. His Everton career has been ruined by being moved into four different positions and he's, therefore he's never, ever settled in one. It's the so that's the frustration, thing, isn't, it? isn't it? Really, yeah, It'll be Keane, won't it? Because Keane's a better passer. 
for a start. Yeah. He's a better passer. He can yeah. play the ball from the back. Mm. He'd be with Tarki, so, you know, they, they know what they're doing. Mm. Um, they, that, that, that was a partnership that's played together. Apparently. Yeah, was, yeah. Wasn't great, and I'm not particularly looking forward to it, but we'll see what happens. But I mm. think, I, I just don't think, it, it's not going to be Godfrey, mm. and I can see Godfrey leaving Everton soon, so. Spurs want him, apparently. Funnily, the Tottenham thing's real, no, apparently. No, I mean, I can, I can understand why clubs would want him. Mm. He fit, he'll fit in with different, this is, it's horses for courses, isn't yeah, it? Yeah. Some players fit different managers, and he, he just doesn't, he just doesn't fit in with what we've got, and he's got a brilliant player in front of him. He's a young lad, he needs to, he needs to move to on now. His, his, career, down, his career's not going anywhere at Everton. No. Um, the manager doesn't fancy him. He's clearly, mm. and I don't know. And that could just be because he's got a good player ahead of him. But mm. yeah, I expect Keane to play just one off, get it done. Hopefully, he has a decent performance, and then mm. we get on with it. But it's good for him if he does, isn't it? Because yeah. yeah. it's about con- we want every we want all our subs to be at a good level, don't we? And and confidence it helps the dressing room as well, doesn't it? And then you know if he can come in and have a good game and build a bit of confidence, we know okay if we have to play it again, maybe we can rely on you. And mm. you know the last time he was in this Everton team on the pitch, it was a very different on pitch atmosphere. Mm. And it'd be good for him to come into, you know, what's a more positive atmosphere now. Shallot, and, you know, yeah. be able to maintain that and play well himself and be involved in that. Mm. I think just for him as a person, not even as a footballer, that'll probably do him a world of good as well. Mm. Yeah, definitely. Um, I'd had a message off Matt on Twitter. who'd asked, wanted us to discuss it. <laughs> do we think the 10 points has actually made Everton better than... Probably, possibly, what it would have been, and this, I, I, this is so difficult to quantify, isn't it? It feels like, yeah, we're all together and it's galvanised the club and all that. I, I don't, I don't. I mean, how would you answer that? I don't. I well, don't know. we said this when we were talking about the potential negative effects the points mm. reduction can have in terms of mentality, and you yeah. know, we said it could also be positive as well. And even if these points were to get, you know, refunded to us, we'll refunded, refunded. Yeah. That's a classic. I like that. Yeah, I like it, yeah. yeah. I like it. Yeah. You know, have all, we got the receipt? Yeah. To get back. We got the receipt. We've well, got the receipt. Go on. It didn't fit us. Yeah. Is the problem? There you go. But the twenty-eight um, days. Suit us. Yeah. Get it back. No. Doesn't suit us. No, not not my style. No. But um. We'll never be able to know mm. what what would have happened in these games, so yeah, it's impossible yeah. to really quantify, like mm. you say. But, but what do you team... what do you think? Uh, do you think it's given Everton an extra, like an extra percentage, or do you think do you think this is just probably something the manager was creating anyway? What, we were doing think? well prior mm. to it. We were building mm. good form. Isn't it nine wins in twelve in yeah, all competitions? It is a ridiculous tally, like yeah. We so you know we were building good mm. form anyway. I think it's gave us. I don't think it's really changed much in terms of how we played, but I think it's changed the after game conversation, mm. which is maybe building the atmosphere and you know the atmosphere in the fan base and the atmosphere in the dressing room as yeah. well, which then maybe gives us a bit more confidence going into the next game after that. Mm. I think that's probably the effect it has. I yeah, don't think yeah. it's doing much you know on the pitch as the game's happening mm. but i think you know the players mentality going into the games especially after clawing some of these points back is like nah like we are gonna stay up and you know that's benefiting them so i think maybe in a way now we've got those results we are seeing that benefit mm. it, it, it's it is so hard, hard to measure isn't it what do you think i i honestly don't i think what it's done is i think it's it's put the fans with the team and i think listen I'll be honest, I think the fans are 
generally been with the team anyway. I think we we saw the board went and that made people kind of go, okay, well, we're all sort of on the same page now, aren't we? Even just people who people who like the board, maybe not like the board, but were just like whatever. Yeah. And then obviously the people who wanted the, it gone and wanted new and I think that's moving towards a conclusion <clears throat> mightn't be the conclusion everyone wants but it's moving towards a conclusion but that all of those problems have moved out the way and we were left with this thing I think my issue was the home form with the management team it just simply wasn't good enough and I've said many times if they can start to turn that they'd be trying if the management team the manager since he's come in away from home, Everton have been sound. He's had that sorted, and that's that's a hard thing to do. Is create a mentality where when you're on the road, you don't collapse. How many times have we said with an Everton team lose one goal, they're quite they're quite capable of losing three in ten minutes because they're, they're like a, a pack, you know a deck of cards, aren't they? And he's done brilliantly to alleviate that. There's been a couple of occasions when it crept back in, and there might have been a reason with that as well um, maybe some of the personnel who were in the team at the time so they've done brilliantly to do that and then it was a case of arresting it I still don't fully buy some of the performances were great I heard them saying again you know we were great against Arsenal we weren't we were dreadful against Arsenal at home we really were but he's done a really good job and it's turning now and therefore we're on that but I think what what I feel like he's been able to do is something which we all discussed, but it's easier said than done. And that is, say to the players, lads, just remember how well you're playing. You're winning games. Look at the league. Forget about the table, like where you are, but just look at the win, at column. The win column. The win column puts you where you were, which is mid-table. You have to go up to West Ham in ninth to find a club that's won seven games this season, apart from Everton. So he's been able to do that. And if you're in that squad... It's if you can, you do just need to remember. Yeah, we actually were beating loads of teams. And I said, I said to people around us, and I think we said it on Friday, Jack. Without the points deduction, Ped, we were above Chelsea anyway yesterday in the league, weren't we? So, what? I mean, what do you think? What do you think? With I know it's hard to quantify, but do you think it's given them an extra? It's given. It's given us a. It's given us like an uh, an enemy. Which yeah. sometimes is yeah, what yeah, you yeah. need. Like yeah. times in life, you need a nemesis, don't you? Yeah, like like Liverpool obviously got like Man City, haven't they? Like you know that's their yeah yeah. New York, your chasing. Chasing. Who yeah. we had to chase? Well, in the last year or so, we've been fighting with our own club ourselves, isn't it? Yeah. So that was not very healthy. No. And unfortunately, they started it. And you know, it didn't matter how many times we told them they needed to pack it in and behave themselves. They couldn't help themselves. So you had that. And then that has gone away now. Mm. And there's a bit more of a car. Do you since, think there's a bit more of a calmness around? Since, a of, since, since, yeah, I can't really go into it. No, but, no, go but I feel just like now, like it's my club again. Genuinely, I feel like it's my club again. I don't mean like man, like I own it, but you know what I mean. I feel like it's my club again. Like mm. there's nobody there to have a fight with anymore. Like genuinely, there's nobody there. Mm. So we get so this is like so I would have been. F- I would have been like sound anyway, but this has added that extra layer of it us it is us versus the world. Mm. And beforehand it was just the whole thing, just every you want to hate everybody, mm. like your football club. And you'll see this different people have this. It's like you wanna burn the whole thing down. So you wanna burn everybody, mm. 
and that included the manager, that included the players, because yeah. you just hate everybody. Yeah, that's yeah, that's yeah. the way I am anyway. Everyone knows the way I am. Um, yeah, it's just a, it's, a, it's emotion. No, it is. Though, that's all me? it is with me. It's just emotion with me. I hate. It's I emotion. Hate, I hate the football club at certain times, and I mm. hated the football club over the last year. So mm. I hate everybody in the football yeah, club, yeah. and that includes the manager, and that includes the players, and therefore I, you, it's toxic. Yeah, and then I times, so I say it? emotional, stupid things. Of course, I do. I'm famous for it. Yeah, but we all do. But now I'm calm because I feel like it's my football club again and now we have actually got somebody else to fight and I don't I'd rather it not be that way because actually if we had our 10 points none of this like what a great season for Evan to lose 10 points or they'll stay up comfortably yeah maybe we'd be challenging for Europe yeah. and people may laugh at that but the table actually Point says that me. and Europe will go to 8th this well, season well hang on a Villa challenging for the league uh, technically, yes. Well, right now, they no, are. Technically, they? Are. So therefore, right. Everton would be challenging for Europe. But, Whether we still would be in March is a different. Yeah, you but, don't know. But the league, the the it will go to eight. That's mm. just fact. The mm. Champions League is five places, two Europa League places, and, and, a, a, and, a, and a conference. Mm. As far as I'm aware. Mm. So if it goes to eight, everybody who is sort of, if you look at the league table, if we had our ten points now, anyone who's around, like say. Chelsea would be going for Europe this season. Still, yeah. So why would Everton be going for yeah, Europe? We'd be clear of them. Four exactly. points clear so, now, aren't we? So if you look at it that way, we, you know, it's that it's that fight of like we feel wronged and we need to keep putting that out there. Mm. And anything, I know some people don't like this, but anything that happens. So like the thing yesterday with with like uh, Jackson putting his hands around Patterson. Mm. Every Everton fan should be putting that on social media and going, "What the fuck is this? Yeah, like yeah. what is this?" Mm. And you know what? Even if it just builds that thing amongst the fan base of like us versus the We're world, all in don't it let together, anything yeah. sleep. Don't let anything lie. Go after them for everything and mm. just create that mentality. And listen, what happened on Thursday night with Sky? It might be like people can go, oh, it's a disgrace. But I think it's hilarious funny. That time, that to me is like, yes, we're getting to them. We're mm. getting to these people. Make it about, make the story about Everton fans going after these different sets of people. Obviously, not in a... Not in a, in a hostile in a, way. No. You can have your hostile way, no, but, but not in a re, not in a physical... Yeah, yeah. Um, you no, know, but you can, you can make it a club where you think we don't want to upset these because you get it with other fan bases. Yeah. But what you get don't is then you get people talking from the outside. I've seen a little bit of um, NBC yesterday and they had Robbie... Uh, uh, Earl. Earl and Phil Neville in the studio. Mm. And that's what saying. Everton now they're creating something. It's and Phil Neville's a bit like he didn't say, but you you could say you could see like you know this is what I had at Everton. This mm. sort of mentality and that has been the mentality and that's been lost over the last few years. Yeah, because we tried to start playing ball with with everybody else, trying to be the money people, you know, Hollywood manager and all that. And what we've actually done is we've gone back to what suits us. You mm. know, someone clothes before. You know, I can't walk. I can't wear a suit. I can't walk around in a suit. I just can't. I mean, I look good in a suit. I just can't. It just doesn't suit me. I don't feel comfortable. It's not what I wear. I know what I wear jeans and hoodies, and that's what I feel comfortable. And this feels comfortable. This feels like a good match for Everton at the moment. And this, all this, everybody hates us, and we hate everybody else. And we've got a manager who plays into that, and we've got players who play into that. That, that, that suits us as a football club. So if this is helping bring that out, maybe in the long run, this is what sort of saves the soul or brings the soul back. Because mm. we've lost, we lost we our had soul. This bit moist, didn't we? we lost our soul. Thanks, Nelly. Um, we lost our soul when Michelle came in, and mm. maybe this is going to help us find our soul back and be, come back to what we, what we, what we should be. I think we're we're a very good underdog. 
aren't we? You know, there's a lot of people who want to be the underdog and feel like they have the world against them, and mm. they don't. I have a lot of clubs think that way. You know, we work very well in that us against the world mentality. And we did lose that when we were out spending half the yeah. league and managed by Ancelotti and taking players off teams around us. You're not an underdog in that situation. You're, you know, you're trying to scrap with the big boys. And, you know, I want Everton to be able to scrap with the big boys again. But, you know, we do thrive in that sort of, no, we will overcome this. And, yeah, yeah the ads are against us, but we can do it mentality. And, you know, as sort of reinstalled that. I think we were building that anyway because we have a manager who embodies that and that's what he's done his whole yeah. career. And, you know, didn't spend loads of money, haven't spent loads of money the last few years. And then, you know, we're starting to do well again. So I think that was coming anyway, but it, it's really gave us something to focus on, hasn't it? Like you say, it's gave you that enemy. I think the difference is, and you're absolutely right, but I think the difference is you go back to the last game of the season last season and you listen to what he says, what the manager's saying. He's fighting with the people at the football club. Mm. He's literally saying to the people at the football club, I can't do this if you keep on behaving the way you... Yeah. You only have to listen to what he says. He's like, this is nothing. This is the beginning. But we have to all realise that you know, you you take you listen back to his words. He's like he's basically telling the people at the club they've got to sort this out. Mm. This can't go on because it won't go on. We won't stay up if this goes on. Mm. And Sean Dyche has become the de facto leader of Everton Football Club because yeah. there is nobody else. Yeah, and he he actually relishes it. You know, I watched the press conference yesterday, and he's and I watched it the other night. And he's talking about the the dogs are war banner. Oh yeah, I bought that. And it's like, you know, and yesterday he's like the dancing sake. But he said, I enjoyed that celebration. They were all, it was proper, proper celebration, that none of this. I think he might have been somewhat better, I don't know. But um, but he's like, I like that celebration because they're all in it together. And it's like, you can see that what he what he likes is what the fans like, and which is just getting back to basics. Mm. But he is the de facto leader at the football club because there's nobody mm. else. Mm. You might have well as had him in front of the camera instead of Colin Chong talking about the ten point deduction. Do you know what I mean? And that's not against Colin Chong; he's a good bloke. Um, no, I know what you're saying. But yeah, he might yeah. as well have just been an AI that day. Um, there is no leader of this football no. club, so it is all on. Sean we're in Dice. a weird position as well, yeah. aren't we? We're, we're... We're not quite rudderless, but we haven't got. Well, we are rudderless. I mean, in terms of like, in terms of like, the leadership. In terms of leadership, are, we are yeah. rudderless. We've got, we've got basically a skeleton crew keeping us going. Yeah, and 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 at the moment, it's like it's the most difficult, most difficult period of our of our existence. But whatever, let's just get on with it because we're winning games of football. But. It'll sort itself out. That all yeah. sorts itself out. Yeah. I imagine. You know what it's like, Peds. It's like Braun GP. It is like you know what GP. They did. you're absolutely right. They you're, li- you're right, mate. And I'm I'm impressed that you've actually watched that documentary. But I'm not surprised because it came out about three weeks ago. Mm. And if it come out four weeks ago, you would be like, "What's that? I don't know what I that is." I think it probably did come out over a month ago. Okay. All right. Well, I'm impressed. I'm impressed you watched it, but I'm also impressed that you also haven't forgotten about it by now. As being a where, where was all this positivity we had half an hour ago? Which positivity? positive still here. Nah, I, I think Ped's in a bad mood now. He's he started with I'm your generation. I'm just, I'm just, it's like, it's just facts. He's just facts. He's smiling. He's just sitting here with facts. that you've watched something. That's a good. Documentary four parts. Take it on the that team. That isn't on TikTok. I, I don't That's impressive. TikTok. That's impressive. Uh, make sure you hit the like button, subscribe. If you haven't, uh, Rondon, the legend, says everybody smash the likes. Well, he's the man. He's the man. Uh, Mike Rafferty, I'm guessing... That was it. Was your birthday over the weekend? So a very happy birthday, happy mate! Birthday. What a weekend! What a few days! 
Uh, Sophie says, what a weak joke is on Richard Masters in the Premier League minions. I remember Baz telling me on Twitter not to panic. Told you, Sophie, don't panic. Stay calm. Kev says, afternoon, that's good to see you back, Baz. Thank you, Kev. Um, we've done that. Would we be on the run if the points weren't deducted? We've just done that. Who says we wouldn't be? James says, John Blaine's obviously the case patient. Keep him in Florida. He'll be fuming. Yeah, he'll be fuming, John, won't he? How long, when did he go to Florida? The day of the Forest game. Oh, did he, yeah? yeah. So he's won three games while he's not been here. Uh, Stu says, Potatino said to Dykes while pointing to the crowd, he wishes he had what we had, our fans. Remember Marino said this? Remember being at Stamford Bridge years ago, we got beat two... Was it 2-0 or 1-0? I think Arjun Robin scored off after about 69 minutes. We lost 1-0. And our fans, were, we were unbelievable start to finish. And I meant Marino saying, like, oh, these fans are unbelievable. Wish we had it here, what they had, 40,000. Yeah, they made me laugh. The Chelsea fans singing, is this a library? Uh, yeah. Have you ever been to Chelsea? Oh. I've never been to a football ground that is, is so like going to Disneyland. It is. There's uh, pictures yeah. all over the place which mm. say get a photo. Get a photo here. here Honestly, yeah. all over the place. Like get a photo here. Mm. Get a photo here. Get a photo. There's an actual thing on the wall saying there's all like meters and greases everywhere. It's like a big blue Mickey Mouse. There's a big like sign that says Chelsea. You know the letters like that yeah. you had in like Amsterdam and stuff. It is the most Disneyfied football ground that I've ever been to. And I remember going back there. I remember going there in '95. I thought I was going to die on that day. Scary place. It was a scary place. In fact, I was like, I had an Everton top on, but it was boiling, and I took it off and I put it over my shoulder, so it looked like that. It was just a Chelsea shirt, yeah. Because I had. It is a scary place, man. And then, and I went, I went a few years ago. Rather, I think we drew different world. And um, honest to God, it was like being at Disneyland. It was completely different. It's a different, completely different. And honestly, and they're saying, is this Disneyland? They're the most soulless football club there is. Chelsea. It is weird. They've got obviously they got the hardcore who were there right the way yeah, through I don't it. Think the but we're, to go. we're old enough to remember them basically being like a Fulham. Do you know what I mean? Yeah. Just in the, and even worse than like in the championship, what would be the championship, and then coming back up. I went there. I started going there in like the nineties, and it was some of the places like on the legless ladder and pubs like that. Like you'd go in and be a bit like you know, gotta be careful. You know what I mean? It was a bit lively. But over the years, it has changed. But yeah, they're fine. Food singing about the, the scousers and all that. Embarrassing. It was quality from Everton that they just put the yeah. few banks image up straight away the minute that's they started. That's all it needs. It's like, yeah. because that's real. Mm. The food banks and the need for food banks, unfortunately, it is real. And, mm. you know, hopefully people are singing that. But you'll get people, especially when we've played Forest and Newcastle as well, I'm not saying this to have a dig yeah. at any people from these areas, but mm. those aren't the most affluent areas. You know, Newcastle, very proud working class city. Mm. Nottingham City Council, unfortunately, recently went bankrupt, and you'll have people singing that chant who might be worried about paying the bills this month. You know, I wouldn't, the, wouldn't wish that on anyone, but whenever, and just put that up and go, no, this nice. is real, actually. You're nice at singing it. was embarrassing. Manche- Manchester. People from Manchester singing yeah, that about it. You know, one of the players, you know, say what you want about him on the pitch, but off the pitch, he's done some amazing things in terms of providing for working class mm. people. In Manchester, you know, people, the, where the kids, the families can't feed the themselves thing, and like, the kids haven't got meals in schools, and you're singing about that in Bath. 
counter went bust. Yeah, the yeah. Week of the game. They really should. They really should be embarrassed. If how any I... of their fans start singing that, they should get them and give them a slap. It's embarrassing yeah. for that football. But club. that's how I personally see that chance. It doesn't even annoy me. I just see like mm. you know. When oh yeah, yeah, yeah. You, you look at it like you might look at the kid who sits at the back of the class eating crayons. Mm. Like it's, uh, yeah, that's. Just, Bit slow him, isn't just, he? Like, I, mean, I don't think you can say that, Jack. But you know what I mean. No, but I think you know. You know. What I mean? No, at the, at the end of the day, you just look and think, "What a user embarrassing." That's all I think. When yeah, they start saying that, think you're embarrassing. Yeah, you're embarrassing. The way it is, but hey ho. Uh, Mark says, "Buzzing lads, I'm on the piss in Cali." <laughs> Fair play, mate. Enjoy. Fair play. Enjoy. Um, just don't forget on your social medias as well to hashtag Dick Dick. What's that about? For it's Dwight McNeil. For Dwight McNeil. <laughs> Have you not seen the, the thing where someone had put the picture of McNeil celebrating with the core and obviously they'd yeah. enhanced it so it looks like I'm in mid talk, mate, I'm gonna say. They're in mid conversation. Yeah. Mid conversation, like a net. There's a when they're celebrating yeah. like that and someone I don't know why you would go onto Photoshop and enhance Dwight McNeil's parts, mm. but the real picture is there. Yeah. And it's nowhere near that, so I don't understand why. I mean, I think even he put on his Instagram and was like that, as if to go, who has done this? Our fans are weird. He shouldn't done be this. giving up the secret. He should, like, he should delete the original and upload that one. That's just horrendous. <laughs> um, it's better if you, you don't, don't know. No, I don't know. I don't know. Just hashtag dick dick. No, I'm not going to hashtag. Yeah, that. but what does that mean? It's nothing bad. It's something no, good. No, but what's it? It's a, it's a competition. What do we win? You don't win anything, but oh, it, well, I'm not you, joining in then. No, you. Why do you have to win something? Why can't it be about the collective? <laughs> Joe, Joe said. Joe said they were asking if it was a library because they wanted to close it down. The Tories. I mean, oh, that's, that's Joe. That's a harsh. Burn. That is harsh from Joe. Mm. He's mm. gone in there. I like it. I like um, it. Yeah, we. That's gone there. The blue says Gordon, Newcastle's player of the season, and they're singing feet. The Scousers mm. shows you how idiots they, like United. Should be Scousers really was the best player, like the yeah. best players ever played for them. You may as a Scouser. Oh yeah, yeah. That's right. Did you, did you hear the best stat yes about yesterday's game? Go on. First time it's ever happened. Gavin Buckland done this. Friend, yeah. Friend of the show. Um, Good luck. Today guys. is the first Everton game ever where the scorers have. Palindromic squad numbers. Abdullah the Corey, 16, 1 6. Lewis Dobbin, 6 D1, 6 1. Mm. Nice. How, how, how do you well, in Gav. that? Because that's what he that's does. Gav's the man for that. Yeah. Isn't that incredible? Gav just learned new man. words as well. Palindromic. You didn't know that one. Then. <laughs> <laughs> 6. <laughs> 60. That goes over 50. What about. Uh, this is nothing to do with them. What about Dunk? The give win the, give, or the Giving the red card and dancing in the stand as they won 4 1. Yeah. Manager of the month didn't no case for him. I mate. mean, they were at Hampton as Hampton well. Hampton Park. Yeah. Which is probably, you know, if you think about getting a touchline ban in Scottish Championship mm. football, no disrespect to them, but the stadium size generally isn't that big. So you'd probably still be able to, you know, shout them and speak mm. to them. Whereas, you know, they're in one of the biggest grounds in the country because that's where I think Queen's Park. Mm. Is it play? Yeah. So like he actually like is far distance away. They from don't the play team. in Hamden anymore, do they? Mm. That's where it was, yeah. Rafty. Was he? Yeah. Hamden I thought Park, he built yeah. like a little mini ground outside. Mm. No, they, no, they Hamden Park. Do yeah. you still play at Hamden? I thought. Yeah. I thought he played a little mini stand now. Eh, uh, where are we? I don't know what the. I mean, he was at Hamden on Saturday, yeah. apparently. Crazy. Yeah. Crazy. Where are we? 
Gavin Eric says, what a win. Uh, David says, morning, Jens, proper buzzing right now. Tough away game coming up. Uh, Jared Brantwaite's always going to pick up another yellow. Maybe this was the best time to get it. I honestly reckon Keane may do a good job against the Burnley strikers. Yes, I gasped when I said that, says David. I was, I was thinking about this yesterday. I would rather than miss Burnley away than Newcastle and Chelsea at home. Do you know what I mean? So I yeah. think, and, and that's not, I'm not being like disrespectful to Burnley, but what I mean is those two home games were huge for us because we needed to try to get momentum. He played in both of them. I mean, Michael Oliver nearly fell over trying to get the yellow card out to Buckham when he, he slid in. It was embarrassingly. Yeah. Given we, Conor Gallagher. Yeah, I think the thing is as well, fouls. we know he's had a little knock-on, isn't he, as well, and it looks to be all good. Mm. But, you know, it... If the rest we were thinking about, noise. oh, we could yeah. maybe do a bit of time off as well. You know, mm. he's going to miss the game anyway. So we, if there was ever a time for it, it's still unlikely because he's a great player. Mm. Like, he was playing really well. He can have a breather, can he? He can, he can get his breather now. And, you know, you're hoping, the hope is Michael Keane can come in and just maintain that level of performance mm. and be all good. And then Bramthwaite can come back in fresh off his ban, yeah. get another five yellows and... <laughs> We've got uh, a few more games of them. Yeah, brilliant, certainly. Absolutely brilliant. Um, where were we up to? Steep, he says, I know McNeil is one pace, but he does travel better with the ball than most players we've had in recent years. There's been a few times this season where he's picked the ball up near the halfway line and we score from it, especially when he's carrying it diagonally from the left. It's weird because he's faster when he's on the ball than when <laughs> yeah, he is off it. He is, yeah. Uh, also, you, do you know the meaning of the celebration they're doing with the finger point? Isn't it mentality? Yeah, it's that's like the Rashford's one, one, isn't it? Which is mentality, yeah. but that might be directly to do with the Premier League thing of like whatever you do, where we've got the mentality. Who knows? Who knows? Yeah, it is. He done brilliantly, and I have to say, even though I thought Michael Oliver was awful yesterday and he ate Everton, that bit of refereeing was fantastic. Why did he book Cole Palmer for um, diving? Oh yeah, yeah. There was dive. no contact. Yeah, there was no contact. He fell over and got up and carried on. I honestly thought it was a penalty. Oh, I thought it was a up. penalty. He got up. He fell over. He slipped. His leg goes like that. And then gets up and gets the ball. And then yeah, but what I was, thought that was a weird decision. Well, I thought, what I thought was weird was after McCann Mudrick had been booked, he'd done four fouls, including an elbow, into the back of Tingy's head off a free kick and he never got sent off. I thought that was, that was mad. And I thought Conor Gallagher had done about six fouls and never got booked. I thought that was mad. And yet he booked Brantway for one tackle and Guy for one tackle. Yeah, they judged on a oh, bigger player, don't they? That's just crazy. They just, he must have looked at Mudrick and thought, well, he's a winger and he, he's yeah, not he living doing anything, no so he's, he's not hurting he's anyone. He's got, he's got a Love Jesus tattoo. It's uh, only Jesus, I think, on his neck. Mudrick. Yeah, I'm he's fair got play to him. on the other side, so he can't hurt no one. Fair play. Mm, only fair three. play to him. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, McNeil done brilliantly, <laughs> travelling with the ball. Travelling. Um, and the second goal is him on the goalkeeper putting the goalie under pressure off the corner which means the keeper can't catch it so fair play to him uh, Steve Kelly says alright lads no he didn't I, Col- what's that I, someone's saying he literally kicked who 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 no Cole Palmer got booked for diving didn't he he got booked for diving for the pen. what he thought was a penalty yeah. No, I know, I know, but he, it wasn't a, a. No, I know, but you've got to be. 
I'll be honest, right, I'm you've only doing be, this from memory. I haven't seen that be incident even again. When you're talking about referees, and if someone gets booked for absolute nonsense, you've got to call it out. And what Cole Palmer got booked for absolute nonsense. If someone tells me he got booked for something else, then fine. No, but he got booked for diving. But he definitely didn't dive. If you're gonna if we're gonna call out referees, you've got to call them out for everything. Not he got booked for diving. Want to see? And he definitely didn't. He, he got up. Yeah, I thought, I I'll mean, be honest, I thought it was a penalty. When he went down, I yeah, thought Michalenko, because he, he, the back yeah, to me, isn't it? Back. And I just seen him go down and thought, no. First and the referee blew the whistle on me, but I knew because he blew it, like, yeah. quite, like, you know, with a penalty, because they make the exaggerated, don't they? Yeah. And he First jogged reaction, over. I thought we'd committed the foul, mm. but um, it was a good spot to see that we hadn't, obviously, yeah, yeah, the, yeah. the booking for Palm was more debatable. I think it's because it looked like he moved his leg towards him, looking for contact. I think that's the element he make. But he didn't appeal for it, did he? So. He gets up straight away. Yeah. He slips and gets up. And that's I, it's decisions like that where you just like, they baffle me. It's uh, like that. It's like, no, but stuff like that is like the referee's trying to show everyone that he's, oh, I'm giving you one. Do you know what else was mad? There I'm was giving you a decision. There was one below me with Cucurella and uh, McNeil. Right, and he both went. It was in the first. Was in the first half. Can't remember, but it was right below me. And Ash McNeil got up, kicked an element like that, and swung him, kicked the leg at him, and not nothing from it. And I was Harry, thinking, "Var a look at that." Sorry, can everyone, everyone, right, go and watch the Palmer incident again? Because I must be looking at something completely different. So I haven't else. seen it again. I'll have a look before he the final. He literally word. falls over and gets up and, and chases the ball. He doesn't even give the referee a second to make any kind of decision. So you must be all seeing something I'm, I'm not seeing. I'll have a look before a final word. I've not Apparently, Cucurella fronted the ball boy as well. Someone did, on Twitter said. I think the referee might have um, taken the name of the ball boy as well because <laughs> he was writing someone on That's his yellow card. Meet. And I'm going, what? Who's he just booked? But it, yeah, is that what? No. He was writing someone on his yellow yeah, card. Because I thought the core was getting No, no, it was because of the ball boy. Definitely because of the ball boy. Weird. Yeah, the ball boy. Yeah, <laughs> the ball boy. One more and that's a Yeah, yeah, you're off, lad. But then I seen a lad on Twitter say as well. Apparently, there was a Chelsea fan fronting a duck in Stanley Park as well. Well, <laughs> yeah, but mate, if he's like the, he could have been the equivalent of Ned, Chelsea's equivalent of Ned. Yeah, but Ned would apparently have been running from Seagulls. Scouts, see you next Tuesday. It's like it's a duck. The duck, the duck might be from Africa. It could be from anywhere. It could be from bleeding Southwest Kensington. He might have flew up to watch the match. Uh, Steve Kelly says, all right, let's hope you both well. Dice ball is great. Kane says, Dice throwing Dobbin on over Dan Juma says a lot. Where he is and the manager's thinking, probably best to cancel this loan in January. Over over the moon for the kid getting his chance and taking it, unlike Dan Juma. Brian says, what's the penalty for Everton winning three games on the run? Uh, Steve Warman says, yes, lads, hope you both well. Life as an Evertonian is wonderful. Um, Alex says, afternoon, lads, another great win. Not to have a moan after such a great result, but it's clear to me the referee, the league officials are trying to bury us. They might seem small decisions at the time, but they all have an impact. Palmer and Mudrick could both have got second yellows yesterday, but didn't. Gallagher held McNeil into the build-up for our first goal, which was a nailed on yellow, but he got nothing. It was the same Thursday when Harrison got dragged off the pitch by his shirt onto his arse, which was a foul. And the yellow, and we didn't even get the foul. Then Dyche got a yellow for shouting about it. It's why every every win means more than three points or getting out the bottom three. Every win is a big F you to the league and officials. Brian says, afternoon, lads. Great win that yesterday. Have you noticed how the press haven't once praised Everton win, but instead made it all about Chelsea not performing? 
I'd put that on Twitter as well. But look, we'll say it and we'll all say it. We know how good this Everton team has been performing. We know what a good job this manager's doing. Let them talk about Chelsea and let them talk about Newcastle and their struggles. Like It's Everton for us and we know and the fans know. So that's why we'll stay behind them. Yeah, and see, are you, are you curious? We know. We were above them anyway before the yeah. game. They're not a good team. They've got tremendous footballers in that squad. They're not a good team. And there's a difference, isn't there? Everton at the moment look like a good team. I'm not saying they're a great football team, they're a good team that is, is together and fighting. Chelsea are a team of individuals. The way it is. Uh, Phil says, gutted, I said to myself, I'd lay off uh, dice for three games if we beat Newcastle then I said four games if we beat Chelsea which means I can't moan now until mid-jan <laughs> great performance by Dicey lad uh, therefore a good decision to put Young at right back uh, Alex says interesting to see Jackson has escaped any punishment for throttling Patterson which is incredible all a bit familiar like when even Ivanovic did the same to McCarthy at Stamford Bridge and got no retrospective punishments either you know if the fo- uh, she was on the other foot we get bans uh, Everton have never shone so brightly. The treble is still on, says Josh. Have we considered, sorry, with Jackson, they haven't banned him because he's crap. And it's maybe like the, an actual punishment for Chelsea is now they've got to keep playing him. I know, but... No, I know. You just want like, the levelness, right, don't you? You want the consistency, but like... Glenn says, rubbish anyway. Baz, Cassie, Cass, how are you feeling? 100% better. Uh, 100% better than ever. Still a bit of lingering. Still got a bit of man flu, but so... Uh, probably see... It's not a cold in my stomach, mate. Probably see. I'm edging towards the better, the better level, which is good. Everton winning obviously greatly accelerates that. Mark says another great winner was impressed with the subs from Big Dites. It's strange watching Chelsea. They're crying out for a player like Lukaku. Um, Sent last night. Yeah, did. Scored a good goal Scored as well. Good goal. Yeah. Uh, Georgie says the talk of us getting four points back. Have you lot heard anything? Now, I think we'll get four back because I think they'll still keep six with you broke PSR and yeah. that's a six-point penalty, which is what they want. So. I think four is the number the fan base have sort of set. Hold on, is it realistic? But, yeah, we'll, we'll take it. Mm. So, uh, I mean, really, they should, they should have the ten back because it's unprecedented. Yeah. Keane wasn't on the bench at the weekend. Is he even fit? Says Mark. I imagine that's illness, but I don't know. Jonathan says, Brantwaite out, I've moved Coleman to centre-back alongside Tarkovsky. Uh, Steve said, I don't think we can say we've got 10 points back until there are 10 points between us and the bottom three, if you see what I mean. That said, it's a fantastic week for the Blues and fingers crossed we don't go full Everton and not get all the points against Burnley and beat a flying Fulham. But this is, I was thinking about this today, is that everyone's expectation levels are going to go up again. No, we should beat them and we'll beat them. And then I guarantee it if Everton beat Burnley and Fulham, Evertonians will be going, we should beat Spurs. They're not playing well. Take one yeah. game at a time. And Burnley on Saturday will be tougher than the two home games. And for me. You know, that's a game I think we should be getting at least a point from. Just don't get think, beat. Yeah, but the thing is, because we've got good results and we've shown there is quality in this team, I think, you know, we can be angry if the performance is bad by all means, but it doesn't have to be panic stations. Mm. Gareth says, don't know if you knew, but Newcastle had a few injuries. They've got um, a couple of injuries, mm, I've heard. Yeah. 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 No, I've, yeah. I've heard. Um, I wouldn't want to disrespect them. No. 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 Gareth says, you want to be professional about it. Yeah. The way the media are going on, it, it, they're the only club that's ever had an injury. Yeah. 
Yeah, I mean, they have got bad injury crisis, but, you know, Everyone's when, you, when you've got the sort of money there, you've got to use that Loads to buy of you. It's funny, players. isn't it? Because the game yesterday, the narrative is like being for the Spurs, Spurs bubbles burst and all this. And But Newcastle have got injuries. Like, Spurs have had loads of injuries. Spurs have had injuries and suspensions. And all kinds. Yeah. Newcastle had, like, Callum Wilson, people like that on the bench yesterday. He was, you know, that top professional footballer was back. Yeah. And a few others. I looked at their bench. They had a couple of kids still on it, but the, the bench was yeah, way stronger. Long staff. Long staff was yeah. back and all that. Spurs have still got no Madison, no Van der Ven. They were key to them. Kulabeski coming back in the mask. Adam says, I've often commented on this channel with the star being, I am far from a Dice fanboy, but, well, balls to it, I am. How long I have waited for a manager to just get the team to minimally work hard. How long have I wanted to be able to get behind a team of players I like and enjoy watching? Well, that time has arrived. It won't always get wins and be enjoyable as it is right now, but it won't be through the lack of trying. The biggest compliment I can give him is that even the players he clearly doesn't fancy, for example, Dan Juma, even they seem to be happy. We're in that proper relationship phase now, aren't we? You know, where you've got through the first bit where you could break up with someone at any minute, you know. Mm. You know, you said you were going to be here at 8 o'clock and you got your five pass for finish kind of thing. Uh, we're yeah. in that relationship stage now where it's just, you know, for whatever happens. For good or bad. We'll for see. better or worse now, isn't we'll it? We'll see. We're through. We're through. Was part. Yeah. Yeah. I don't know whether we're quite there, but yeah. we've, we've okay. progressed. Yeah. We've progressed, haven't we? Um Every date doesn't have to be going out date now, does it? You a can date have a can quiet be. Night, you can yeah. just have a, can a have Netflix. A fart in front of them, though. No, yeah, no, yeah, yeah. no. Yeah, yeah. just says, no, no, never, never. Sorry, both mate. of no. those things never. should be illegal. <laughs> McLenth, judging by his recent social media, it's not real, old Lozenger, but I see what you did. Um, Kev Rex says Callum Wilson's had a little dig at Pickford's time wasting on Thursday. Hang on, Nick Pope. More... Nick Pope was time wasting from the fourth minute last season at Goodison until he was three and a lot. I don't think it was the time wasting. I think it was more like the, the like the ant, just the general antics. Which is fine. Listen, if you can't, if you can't take it, then don't give it. Yeah, but as that the, applies to them. As it applies to everybody, doesn't it? If you're gonna throw your oh, mouth, DJ Spuddles to do with Richard Masters, Dick Dick. Okay, go and vote. Uh, Kev Rex has got to say Dobbins goal and goal was one of the nicest feelings I've had as an Everton fan for a while. Um, it's James Vaughan versus Birmingham. Which James Vaughan versus Birmingham? Mm, yeah. Taylor says uh, I remember it being said on this show numerous times. And how to move forward? You have to weed out the knobheads. Think with this squad we currently have, we have very much done that. Maybe bar on one or two. And Kev also said, notice Peter Eves in the director's box yesterday. Do you lads know if he's been involved with the players behind the scenes? No. No. No, he had a nice hat on them. I think I wouldn't, to be honest, right, it wouldn't surprise me if Dice has had them at Finch Farm, but it won't have been a big thing because he is Dice's mate. And Dice did say early on, I think, I've had a conversation with Reedy and I've got him to sort and all that. So we might have gone in a couple of times, but it won't have been a big thing. And that's why all of a sudden the players yeah. are waiting. Sean Dyche, for all his faults, whatever, his, his MO is you work your bleeding bollocks off for your team and you stick together. That's what Burnley did. That's why they were able to do whatever. And fair play to him. He's got the Everton players doing it. And that, that's been a big thing because all we really... I'm not, never quite one... Um, never quite want to go all you have to do for Everton is run around and work hard now we've got to have quality as well but the least you have to do is go and 
as he would put it, get sweat on your shirt. And I think even people like Jack Harrison yesterday, who has had much better games for Everton, even when he was out on his feet for the last like ten minutes before he went off, he was still running his bollocks off. He was still trying to put tackles in. That challenge by Michalenko, the block in the box again, was unbelievable yesterday. And the one where Garner runs back as um, Raheem Sterling's in round the back and James Garner tracks him and slides in ahead of him. Things like that, they're the moments where... And you yeah, see how like the, the players... The and... Yeah, and you see, like, was it Michalenko put a tackle in or Brantwaite? Brantwick? One of them. And they celebrated together, hooked yeah. each other and then got on with the game. It's that... I don't know if That's you caught it as well, but I think after Bramfway got his yellow, I think Tarkowski had a word of him. Mm. Just like, no, just like, just keep settled, the composure yeah. and, that, and that's what you want from, especially, you know, your senior centre-back working with your younger one. El mm. uh, Tell says the first time ever Rory Jennings has praised Everton on his podcast today. There you go. And Nick says, uh, Baz, what are your thoughts on Breuer? No, you were keen on him last year. doesn't look the same player. No, what though? I thought the first half he was like, I thought, I, could do, I do like him. A worse centre-back than Bramfweet. Yeah, Breuer I think he's got the power. Game. I think he just needs to play games. He's only 21. He's had a bad injury. I think he needs a good run of games. He's a handful. You see the size of him. Yeah. He's a big unit. And I'd like to threat. see him get out of Chelsea. Yeah, if he got out of there... I'd have loved him here, to be honest, but obviously he got the injury. But I think if he'd have got out of there and played, he needs a full season somewhere, and I think you'll see him get better. But he isn't quite clicking yet, but he's got all the... He plays neat games. Look at Leon Bailey now. You know, I'm desperate for him. Everton wanted him. Then last season, people were like, oh, I bet you're glad we never got Bailey. I was like, no, I'd have still had him, because he's quality. Now he's settled and Villa are play. He's brilliant, isn't he? Winning games for them, almost on his own. So players need to play games, as we've proved with uh, Brantwaite, and as we've proved with James Garner and all that. Right, we've gone on far longer than I intended, but it's not often you win three games in a week without conceding a goal. No, definitely not. So it deserved it. Hit the like button, subscribe if you haven't. Subscribe to More Than A Game. We'll be on it. What time, Ped? I don't know. I'm just sitting here pressing buttons. Okay. Uh, quarter past two. Quarter past two is the, is the sexy link there. Ned. Ned will put the link. We'll finish in one minute when Ned... It's done. Ned's done it. So just hit that link and it'll take the hyperspeed link. soldering something at the moment, which is actually... When you think about it, oh my God. he's soldering something. Well, that's all right. There's I think metal, he's probably done it before. Metal, there's hot wires, there's equipment, and we... I mean, you know. He looks like he knows his way around the yeah. soldering iron, yeah, so let's do it. Like so it. listen, hit that link and go to more than a game. Quarter past two, we're on. So just get a drink and come on. There's loads of you here watching. Come and join us. See you in a bit. <laughs> 